today. Democrat convention night three in review. Is this thing over yet? Leaked audio in the Goodyear tire saga and a new Netflix show about an 11-year-old twerker. What could possibly go wrong here? We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by two of my good friends. I, can't, I couldn't ask for more. Two of my very good friends today, Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans show, and Amy Robbins, CEO of Alexo Athletica. And thanks for being here, guys. And I like it because you guys are friends, too. Yes. We are. I, got a good I, heard, I heard your voice going. in the hallway. I'm like, is Yaku here? Like, legitimately. <laughs> it's so good to be called your friend, but legitimately, we're all friends, and it's good. And it's strong women power at the table. I like that. Thank I'm you. Just, I'm just estrogen. If, good for you. If strong women power Power just means we're just sitting here talking about babies. We're just sitting here talking about babies. There's Amy a had hers. I'm gonna have mine. Take on the world. Right? Uh, all right. So the Democrat National Convention night. I guess is night three. I don't know. It feels like Groundhog Day at this Forever. point. It's just looping over and yeah. over and over again. But as we like to say here on the News and Why It Matters, we watched it so you didn't have to. And by uh, when I say we, I mean like other people in the building watched it and then cut clips us to see because I didn't want to watch it either. <laughs> but uh, so we had some interesting speakers uh, this time around. We had Kamala who accepted her uh, vice presidential nomination. We had Barack Obama. We had uh, Hillary Clinton. And um, we had, you know what, let me start with um, Billie Eilish because this is one of my favorites. This is a singer in case you don't know who uh, who she is? It, she, I guess could we could can we still use the term emo? Is she an emo singer? Yeah, she's emo goth. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Emo like, goth pop. She looks <laughs> she looks like Confused. she's from yes from Ghostbusters maybe like she looks like she's got some Slimer hair going on. Uh, not sure, but she's really, really excited about telling everyone why she's voting for Joe Biden. She can't contain her excitement. Here's a little bit of what singer Billie Eilish had to say. You don't need me to tell you things are a mess. Donald Trump is destroying our country and everything we care about. We need leaders who will solve problems like climate change and COVID, not deny them. Leaders who will fight against systemic racism and inequality. And that starts by voting for someone who understands how much is at stake. Someone who's building a team that shares our values. It starts with voting against Donald Trump and for Joe Biden. Silence is not an option and we cannot sit this one out. We all have to vote like our lives and the world depend on it because they do. The only way to be certain of the future is to make it ourselves. Please register. Please. Uh, that was, <laughs> wow. That was enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean. Excitement. Yeah. Just off the chain. Well, you're, I mean, your life depends on it so much that you just. I can't believe they like even are, are like buying into this at this point. I mean, saying you have to vote for Joe Biden when Joe Biden can't even make a coherent sentence. I like if your life depends on yeah, Joe Biden being your president, you are in <laughs> trouble. Yeah, you're oh, on man. the planet. Yeah. You're on, look, that and, and just having a history in this industry, that there is the management company and the record label saying this will be great for you for PR and a play. Look, I'll say this because this is the best show on television, right? 
It is, Sarah. <laughs> that is a very, very, very talented human being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Billy is so gifted. She has no concept of where her talent comes from being God. So she abuses it. Very talented, but mm -hmm. very equally confused, right? Yes. And frankly, Billy, you look like you're high on yeah. something. That's a very poor representation of the democratic movement, <laughs> right? That is is a, it a poor representation of the democratic movement, though? Because to me, I watch it and I'm like, this is pretty typical. It's probably an accurate, I don't know that they're all, well, I don't know, but Kamala Harris looks like that sometimes. She did when <laughs> she ran for president. She kind of looked like that for a minute if she was smoking, you know, what, what. But, but that, that, okay, it's probably an accurate representation of the movement, but it's, I wouldn't as a president want that kind of an endorsement. Right, like right. A, a, if yeah. you are, candidate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you are one of the people running the event, but, but scripted, probably you scripted, it's so cliche. Of course, they throw the, you know, the, the global warming into it because that's what all artists do because it's what they told to do I'm honestly yeah I don't know how much weight to put in that how much is actually Billy because the girl can write songs very twisted stuff oh, yeah. but she's creative oh, right she's great. that was so non-creative and and who a shower <laughs> goes a long way it does a little hair and makeup you know <laughs> <laughs> Less of the green bottle and more little, little, yeah. little Auburn bottle a little bit. It just is. It, it is interesting to see who they want uh, representing their cause, their well, movement. She looks but of course, a she... lot like the people in the protests. I mean, yes. if you really take yeah. into account, which is maybe what they wanted. Well, I was going to say. I think they're trying to obviously pick somebody that's going to identify. On many levels, uh, mm -hmm. she checked all the boxes. Mm -hmm. It's the millennial. They want the millennial vote. And mm -hmm. Billy is, is, she's got that Elvis syndrome going. They just love her for loving her. Yeah. And, and if she endorses Joe Biden, surely. Well, it's no different than what they did with Rock the Vote to get the yeah. vote out for Barack and, you yeah. know, bringing in every. But Bruce this, is, this is always what whoever. Hollywood does, yeah, though. Yeah. This is no different than what they always try to do use their celebrity power. And it didn't work last election. But I will tell you. That is the least amount of energy I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. An endorsement. Yeah, it was okay. bad. Uh, so Kamala, Kamala, of course, went on stage, accepted her uh, vice presidential nomination. But it was the uh, the other comments she had to make that left people a little bit skeptical. Uh, Kamala talking about. Let's listen to her talking about how Joe Biden will actually end mm. the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. Who knew? Guy. Just He's Joe powerful. Biden. Watch. Right now, we have a president who turns our tragedies into political weapons. Joe will be a president who turns our challenges into purpose. Oh. Joe will bring us together to build an economy that doesn't leave anyone behind where a good paying job is the floor, not the ceiling. Joe will bring us together to end this pandemic and make sure that we are prepared for the next one. I mean, if the hundreds of thousands of people are dying and Joe Biden has the, the magic cure, <laughs> right. you would think he would want to get that out there to let people know. Finger. He's got the power in his little finger to stop a virus. Yeah. Isn't he going to cure cancer? He, yeah, he's Wasn't already that promised in the, that. In the speech, too, he was yeah. going to cure cancer. I think he needs to quickly cure dementia yeah, for before his he gets into office. But I want to ask this. If that's true, America, if you're going to buy that crock of crap, okay, <laughs> if you're going to buy that, then how bad of a man is he seeing 
a lot of Americans die from COVID with all the cure in his little finger. You know, mm-hmm. why are you waiting until you're president? It's the biggest know, nonsense. Right. Look, I want to do this. Well done, Shakespeare. <laughs> this was her moment, auditioning for the Hamlet play in college that she never got a role for. And this was so well delivered, the drama, the, 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 the timing of it, you know, it was amazing. You know, yeah. well done. What a show. It, that, what a show. That is true. What a show. Uh, here is another clip of Kamala talking about, uh, you know, we're talking about the, this virus, the COVID-19 virus. But what about the virus of racism? All right. Which uh, there is not a vaccine for, by the way. Here's Kamala. And while this virus touches us all, we got to be honest. It is not an equal opportunity offender. Black, Latino, and indigenous people are suffering and dying disproportionately. And this is not a coincidence. It is the effect of structural racism, of inequities in education and technology, healthcare and housing, job security and transportation. The injustice in reproductive and maternal health care, in the excessive use of force by police, and in our broader criminal justice system. This virus, it has no eyes, and yet it knows exactly how we see each other and how we treat each other. And let's be clear, there is no vaccine for racism. We've gotta do the work. Wow, that is uh, hard-hitting news from Kamala. There is no vaccine for racism. Uh, But interesting that she brought up criminal justice. Very interesting, um, because I keep thinking that she is hoping people don't go back and look into her record to see that, I don't know, maybe you also disproportionately Mm -hmm. um, affected African-American males in California going through prison. Mm -hmm. I mean... I, I think they really don't think people are going to look into their records and see this. And it's it's laughable at this point that this is going to be the platform you take, structural racism, systemic racism. And you, by these standards, were actually putting a lot of policies in place that uh, disproportionately affected African-American males. So... Yeah, and not just her, but her running mate uh-huh. as well. That's what makes it so awkward. It's like, well, both of you guys have a very strong record of uh, putting African-American males in prison. Arguably, arguably the most racist comments in 2020 came from Joe Biden. Yes. Okay, this is the same guy that says black people can only think one way. Mm-hmm. You're not black if you don't vote for him, et cetera, et cetera, right? I want to make fun of this so bad, okay? But I'm going to refrain. I'm going to pull back and make, hopefully make some good points here. Uh, this, this just looks so poorly executed, mm-hmm. you know? Actually, she looks kind of like Billy Eilish there. There's no energy. There's no belief. It looks like someone who rehearsed lines and can't remember what to say. The prompter is not quite rolling fast enough. You're, you're making such a good point, Amy. They love to play the rabbit in the hat with America, and they've gotten away with it with the black community for 50 years. Look over here while we, while we you know, hit you from this angle. And all of a sudden, here's a woman that prosecuted as a prosecutor thousands of black men for the very thing she was doing herself and laughed over. Okay, this is the mindset. And I want Americans to understand, the, you know, the colors hasn't changed. 
it's still there. And now they pair two of them together. Probably the most racist ticket, one of the most racist tickets in history, I would say. Honestly, the two of them together. So it's funny that, that she would come out, but it's buzzwords. They have, you got to listen. You go, okay, there it is. There's the next one. Mm -hmm. Billy Ellis helped us with climate change and the systemic racism. And by the way, by the way, the coronavirus, according to Kamala Harris, like I said before on your show, it's got to be AI because it's super intelligent. It knows when your mask is on or off. Uh -huh. And now it also knows your skin pigment <laughs> mm -hmm. because it disproportionately is hunting down mm -hmm. the African-American and Latinos, yeah. right? No, that's a political campaign in rhetoric. So we said it before on the show, reach. They overreach. Yep. Well, and I, I think that it's not just that, too. They overreach, and you, you use the term buzzwords, which, which I think is so fitting. But I, isn't it also just like the, the worst case of projection that you've ever seen in your life? Because it feels like every single thing they accuse the Republicans of doing or Donald Trump of doing, they actually have a record or are currently engaging in themselves. But, it, yeah. but, it's, but it's, mas it's mastery, though. And this is taught is. in marketing class. If you go to Marketing 101, someone asks you a question, don't answer the question. Say what you want to say, number one, and deflect and project. Mm -hmm. If you know you're dealing with the issue, just put it on someone else. Mm -hmm. And literally, you could, they could literally tick the boxes. Every single thing they've accused Americans of, and they accuse Americans, by the way, right? They do. They're guilty of, whether it is colluding, whether it is, you know, bribery, whether, you know, she's talking... Hey, by the way, she said something for the next epidemic. Well, are you planning a next one? Probably. That is so true. Are you <laughs> that planning? Is so true. Are you planning mm -hmm. a next one? Because your party, your party is the reason why we dealt with this. The president actually wanted to lock this thing down, and you guys, you know, blocked him at, at every, you know, mm -hmm. corner where he wanted to. So, and they will. They're the kind of people that will say, "Well, let's plan another epidemic if this doesn't work," because that's what they've been doing. Now it's these taxes and all the things we're going to go through. Look, I'm so tired. Can November fourth just come <laughs> and we pop the, you know, pop the bottle rockets and be happy and, and watch them cry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you agree? I, I, with Yako? <laughs> I do. I mean, Yako, you you just hit all the nails on the head. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right, we've got more coming up, including uh, President Obama. I'm sorry, former President Obama. Everyone's like, stop calling him president. He's not president anymore. Well, you, you still give him the title after they leave office. I know, it's weird. Uh, and also Hillary Clinton, who spoke last night. You're not going to want to miss it. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, CarShield. Uh, so obviously, if you have a newer car made, I don't know, in like the last decade, computer systems are in all of them. They are the new normal. Uh, you've got touch screen displays. You've got a bunch of sensors. I know the other day uh, in my old car, it said like the windshield wiper sensor intermittent thing is. And I was like, what? What? I didn't even know I had that sensor in my car. There's a ton of them and you don't know about it until they break and it costs 10 million gazillion dollars uh, to get fixed. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but now is not the time that most Americans want to spend a bunch of money on expensive car repairs. That is why CarShield exists. CarShield has an affordable protection plan that can save you thousands for a covered repair. By the way, it includes uh, any sort of computer-related problems, GPS, electronics, and 
more. The people at CarShield understand payment flexibility is a must, so they have monthly payment plans uh, that can be customized to your needs. They have rates as low as $99 a month, and they do not have long-term contracts or commitments. They will give you the options others won't. By the way, this is key. They're not like you have to take your car to this place to get it fixed and it's some weird shady place. You get to choose your favorite mechanic, your favorite dealership, wherever you want to take your car to do the work and CarShield will handle the rest for you. They also do complimentary 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. They have over 1 million customers. Join them. Okay, drive with confidence knowing you have coverage from America's number one auto protection company. You can go to uh, carshield.com. Use promo code Y to save 10% right now. That is carshield.com. Promo code Y. Just remember, a deductible may apply to to your repairs. Carshield.com. Promo code Y. Uh, All right, Hillary Clinton, uh, because, you know, when you think, who do we want to represent our party? You definitely think Bill Clinton, who we talked about yesterday, uh, talking about honoring the Oval Office, which we all know he did very, very well. Uh, And you also think Hillary Clinton, who has spent the last four years, I think, just crying in her iced tea uh, that she is not president because she can't stop talking about the fact that she lost. I don't know if you guys recall, but, you know, the first couple years she goes on this tour and she talks about how, you know, it was Russia and it was collusion and she would have won if not for. Yeah, if not for all of these different things. And apparently uh, she's still not over it and uh, wanted to make sure that Kamala and Joe and everyone out there remembers that uh, you can win the popular vote and still lose the election. Watch. Joe and Kamala can win by three million votes and still lose. Take it from me. So we need numbers overwhelming so Trump can't sneak or steal his way to victory. Text vote 30330 to get started. I mean, what a disingenuous, also stupid thing to say. Yes. Can't s- sneak or steal his as way as if, to As if that's victory. what he did the right. last time. Right. Forget the fact that we have, um, like, a rule in place for, like, an electoral college <laughs> right. for our uh, elections. Forget all that. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, and also, we're sneaking and stealing an election. We're talking about a group right now that is trying to force mail-in voting, which is Mm -hmm. different, ladies and gentlemen, than absentee voting. I know we don't have time to get into all that right this second. I'm sure you've jumped into it on your show. No, I mean... You are trying to shove this down every single American's throat Mm -hmm. because first and foremost, when you get mail-in ballots, then they just mail them to everyone that's on the voter registration list. Those voter registration lists aren't up to date. How do we know that someone didn't mail in a vote and then wants to go to the, the polling ballot and vote? I mean, they're, it's it's just riddled with fraud. They don't even want, they don't want postmarks. Right. Right. They, do, they don't want you to be held to a date to that's get right. your ballot right. in. They want and to. now we don't know who created the ballot. Now they're finding ballots created by organizations that aren't even authenticated. And it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It is a nightmare. And it is just mind blowing to me that they think they're going to get away, get away with this. And I think, too, I don't understand why they keep propping up these has-beens in the Democratic Party as their idols, as their savior. It is. It's very bizarre because you look at it and you're like for a group that is all about change and progression, they cannot 
in this love affair with the Clintons and with Obama. And you really just have to sit and wonder why? How involved are they still in this entire process? What kind of power do they have? They don't have hold offices right now. Mm-hmm. They're not elected officials. Why are we listening to anything that they have to say yeah. at this moment? It's yeah. very bizarre to me. I mean, she brings yeah. up a great point. Amy yeah. does. You know, you've yeah. got uh, Hillary Clinton. You had John Kerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, you know, you've had a lot of people that you look at. Stacey Abrams, and you're like, the, they, they were really. They, they were kind of failures. <laughs> why? Why are they being propped up? This is really this is like a, this is this is the, the first string. This is the first string that they have. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of they, scary. Look, they run like that. that party exactly like you will run an old cigars club, right? It's four or five people mm-hmm. at the top. And, they, and normally that, those institutions, those guys run until they die. Yeah, literally. They'll be 95 with oxygen. And still pull all the strings because that's the only way you can really control Mm -hmm. the narrative because the deep state runs it behind the scenes. It's not it's not Joe. It's not Kamala. It really is still the Clintons are very powerful in Mm -hmm. that party. So the Obamas, not just because he's a former president. Right. But there's a way. The only way to control it is you can't let the reins go to the younger guard who may not agree Mm. with your policies Mm -hmm. and your IOUs that are deep in the State mm-hmm. Department. So you circulate the same old bag of tricks. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, former President Obama, of course, was also there and uh, was, I wouldn't say that he was heavily criticized by mainstream media, but he was heavily criticized by people who pay attention to objectivity uh, for slamming the president so hard, you know, typically uh, former presidents come up to, for the conventions and they, you know, they talk, they give speeches, they try to be, uh, you know, inspirational, but they don't take the time uh, to just sit there and bash the president in office of a different party uh, by name. President Obama, former President Obama was like, yeah, I don't care about any of that. I'm going after Trump and I'm doing it hard. And here is a little bit of President Obama uh, last night. Watch. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care. But he never did. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work, no interest in finding common ground, no interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends, no interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. Again, I hate to sound like a broken record here, but I'm going to go back to projection. Yeah. Projection much? I mean, it, yeah. you, you heard what he had to say. How much of that was just him describing himself? <laughs> look, just look at the optics. And I want America to watch that clip. Go and watch that clip again and see the director of that shot saying, now push in. Yeah. Camera yep. pushes in, yeah. now push in again, and really bad focus ranking, by the way. But push in and push in. <laughs> All right, but, but here's the deal. 
President Obama, I'm going to give you the honor to call you president. Are you talking about you disfranchising the black person in this country? Are you talking about having record numbers of unemployment in black people, which Donald Trump didn't? Are you talking about running away from Kim Jong-un? Are you talking about running away from, from, from you know, those who put pressure on us around the world? Are you talking about cowering you know, to Russia? Because, because if, if Donald Trump's not growing into the job, meaning he's standing up to Kim Jong, largest threat, he's building the economy, he's helping black people, he's first step acting black people out of prison that shouldn't be there, that you didn't do there, nobody should grow into the job. What you want him to do is grow into being a subordinate, mm. right? Which you did. Mm. You grew into being a subordinate. And this guy is saying, I'm going to defy deep state. I'm going to defy the swamp and I'm actually going to care about the people. It's projection at its finest. Mm. Such good points, every single one of them. And also, I love the I didn't count how many times me, me, I, me. It's always, always, always. And it, it never fails. I love that they want to talk about Trump's narcissism. When you have a president who says I and me also in every single one of his speeches, you're not even the current president right now, and he's still talking about his policies, which I am so thankful that Trump went in and dismantled so many of them and got our economy back on track and implemented policies that are helping families, not hurting them. I mean, it's it's such a stark contrast of, of what we're voting for this election and why it's so imperative that we, we keep Trump in office, you know, so that we can get our country back in the direction that it, it was going. Highest, you know, unemployment numbers. Um, we, we've got the best economy that we've had in 50 years. There's just so much that he's done right and dismantled of Obama. And Obama can't get over it. Mm. He's still crying about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Hurting so, his it, legacy, you know. Yeah. He's a sore loser. Mm -hmm. but, but you're a small business owner, right? You're not playing for the next four years, Amy. You're yep. playing for the next 15, 20 years. Uh -huh. And this is what I think, Demo where they underestimate the conservatives. You're only interested in getting Trump out of the office. We're interested in having a solid country right. for the next however long God has us on the planet. Mm -hmm. right? So we're not short-sighted on just President Trump, but he's steadying a ship. Mm -hmm pointing it in the right direction again. And that's what it's about. This is yeah. long play for us too. And I want Americans to, to think about that. Mm -hmm. Don't be short focused here. Yeah. This is the future of our nation beyond a Trump presidency mm -hmm. for another four years. Well, it's right? so true because if, if like what Kamala said, you know, if there is gonna be another pandemic, thankfully we had a cushion what where trump got us with That's our right. economy That's we smart. were able to have such a cushion that we haven't completely collapsed under this but if we don't get back on that track in the policies that the democrats are proposing raising your taxes tax burdening us with four trillion dollars worth of taxes that is that's something that we can't come out from underneath as an as economy we can't grow our economy that way and then what's going to happen when the next pandemic hits or epidemic hits we're not going to have this cushion that we had really to point. sustain it really so yeah all great points uh, all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor this segment laurel springs uh, so if you are one of many people who thought that it was just a complete disaster at the end of the school year uh homeschooling 
homeschooling your children, uh, you're going to want to listen up. It's times like those that will inspire you to check out Laurel Springs. Now, online learning uh, probably was new for your family at the end of last year or uh, last semester, but Laurel Springs, they are pros at this. They have already been doing it for over 30 years. Uh, They are experts in online learning, and they have the tools and the curriculum your child needs to maintain their learning unhindered by whatever new pandemic the Democrats decide to throw into our laps. They have flexible learning programs, and uh, they go K through 12th, so they've got it all covered. They offer challenging and diverse courses. And of course, Laurel Springs is accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges, which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. If you want a better choice for your kid's school, maybe you just don't want to go to school, have them go to school the whole school year and not know when they're going to shut everything down for two weeks and you're going to be stuck at home with them and not know what to do. Don't get yourself into that situation. You got to register your child at laurelsprings.com slash why. Do it today. You will receive a a waived registration fee that is laurelsprings.com slash WHY for your waived registration fee. Go there today. Yesterday, we talked about the uh, story of Goodyear Tire Company. Of course, they uh, they were under fire recently because there was purportedly, I will say, because the Goodyear has given some uh, some pushback on this. But purportedly, there was a training slide that was uncovered that said uh, it was a zero tolerance. It appeared to be some sort of HR training for Goodyear. And it had acceptable uh, Black Lives Matter and LGBT pride. And unacceptable, blue lives matter, all lives matter, MAGA attire, and political affiliated slogans or material, which is weird because I feel like they just said Black Lives Matter and LGBT was acceptable. But political affiliated stuff is not. I don't know how you get away with saying both. But uh, there is newly released audio today that is allegedly from a recent training meeting at Goodyear that appears to corroborate the uh, the recent training slide that, of course, went viral that Goodyear said, we don't know where that came from. We had nothing to do with that. Uh, here is a little bit of that leaked audio. With elections coming, uh, I see a lot of people wearing you know, election-type stuff, Democrat, Republican, Trump, Biden, uh, Sanders, whatever, okay? That will no longer be allowed in the plant. No face masks, no shirts, anything political will not be allowed in the plant, okay? I'll read this part so everybody understands it. A lot of you probably already heard this part. Um, but. Some people may wish to express their views on social justice or inequity or equity issues such as Black Lives Matter or LGBTQ pride on their face covering shirts or wristbands. That will be deemed approved because it complies with zero tolerance stance. However, if any associate wears all blue White Lives Matter shirts or face covering covering that will be not appropriate the reason for this is because these slogans are not reflective of a social justice or equity issue okay so there's rules now around what you can wear um, let's try to comply with these so that way uh, you know everybody feels good in this this factory 
Oh, well, as long as everybody feels good in the factory, they have those warm little feelings. Everything is all good over here. So I'm trying to get this straight and wrap my brain around it. Um, equity issues, fine, because we want to draw, uh, you know, uh, uh, attention to the right things. But saying all lives matter, which would kind of be an equity issue, right? Not appropriate. Yeah. I'm trying to make sense of that in my head, and I can't quite get there, Amy. What yeah. am I missing? Um, I, I, I don't know, because I'm st <laughs> still trying to You're right there with me. Right there with you. <laughs> I'm also trying to figure out why they've lumped like issues like Blue Lives Matter, the people that protect us and serve our communities. They lump that in with political mm -hmm things that aren't acceptable, but then you have an actual Black Lives Matter political group, a, a Marxist group. Did they read these policies before they put them out? Did they break them? I mean, like, what is going through their head? I, I still, I can't figure it out because, you know, I... I don't know. And I just think it's really funny. I love that Trump came out and was, you know, kind of bashed them in a way. Better tires out there, you know. Um, and and I, I think it's funny the mainstream media wants to say he's giving into cancel culture. Well, actually, um, I'm a big believer in letting the market decide. Mm -hmm. If they want to cancel something, I'm not for, you know, people shutting down companies, uh, forcing shutdowns. But, you know, I think he's right. I think with this audio is leaked, I think people have the right to decide, like, for themselves if they want to support this company or not. And right. you know what? If you don't want to buy Goodyear tires anymore because of the stupid policy that they are coming out and putting in place, then don't buy their tires. And then let's see if the market decides if they support this or not. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This is this is how this goes down. This that CEO and all CEOs of Fortune 500 companies live quarter by quarter. Their lives mm -hmm. depend on it quarter by quarter. So this is Goodyear's board and their CEO playing for the quarter, mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, I gotta stay politically correct here, quote unquote. Black Lives Matter, and I'm caring about my own job." above all else. The statements are ridiculous because there's white people working in that plant. Right. We want everybody to feel good. Well, the white guys are not feeling good in the plant. <laughs> right. Nor are the Hispanics. Right. Okay. And I would argue many of the black people in the plant who live in a lower income community saying, I don't feel very good that my company, Goodyear, now just entered the political fray mm -hmm. and telling me my kids can't be safe because we got to defund the police supporter yep. here in my mm -hmm. company, okay? Mm -hmm. That was 100% a stock market play. Yeah. That's what they're doing, saying, hey, we just want to appease everybody. You can't appease mm -mm. everybody. You stand on your morals or, or you show the world. And you're right, Amy, the world will react. We don't have to push them mm -hmm. in a the direction, right? You know? I don't know when last I bought a Goodyear tire, but but but. Do you know when the next time you will buy a Goodyear tire will be? Uh, never. <laughs> that's that uh, free market that yep. Amy was. It's my choice, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that free market. I can't, I can't put money towards towards policies that don't actually care about people, but they say they care about people. Yep. Black Lives Matter is a movement that's politicized. It's Marxist. 
Yeah, don't don't be another useful idiot, people at uh, at Goodyear. You gotta learn what Black Lives Matter <laughs> is really about, like the rest of us. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Bambi. You know, we were just talking about small business owners. If you are one of them, you're an entrepreneur. You probably already know this, but HR issues. If you have an HR issue, it can literally kill your company. You could be liable for wrongful termination suits. You've got to keep up with all the minimum wage requirements, uh, all the labor regulations, and there's only a kajillion of them. Uh, and by the way, to hire an HR manager is not cheap. Uh, their salaries are an average of $70,000 a year. Well, if you don't have that just lying around ready to throw at someone, I got to introduce you to Bambi. It is B-A-M-B-E-E. They were created specifically for you, the entrepreneur. They give you a dedicated HR manager. They can craft your HR policy. They can maintain all of your compliance, and they do it all for $99 a month. They've got someone who who is in charge of just your stuff, uh, dedicated HR manager. They're available by phone, email, real-time chat, whatever you need, they are there for you from onboarding to terminations. They can customize your policies to fit your business. And again, I would just like to reiterate uh, this, this big selling point, guys, $99 a month. All right. So if you don't have the $70,000 to throw at someone who you gotta, you've got to send them to training to make sure they're up to date on all the regulations that come out all the time, you don't want to have to deal with that. Let Bambi do it all. Let them help you get your free HR audit today. You can go to Bambi.com slash matters right now to schedule your free HR audit. That is B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash matters. Schedule your free HR audit today. So we just got wind as of the time of this taping, there is actually an update in the Goodyear story that uh, has just broken oh. this afternoon. So apparently the Goodyear president now says in the wake of this leaked audio that the company will let employees wear pro-police gear and uh, that controversial presentation and also the uh, leaked audio was not okayed by corporate is what they say. Uh, they say, by now you are aware of a visual from our Topeka factory that has been circulating in the media. I want to personally clear the record on what you were seeing and hearing. It was created by a plant employee to try to explain what is acceptable to wear in the workplace, and it was not approved or distributed by Goodyear Corporate. I deeply regret the impression it has created, and I want to clarify Goodyear's position. He went on to say that they do not endorse any political organization, party, or candidate, and uh, they ask uh, employees to refrain from workplace expressions in support of any campaign, political party, what have you, and they say that they do want to allow all of their employees to wear pro-police attire. Good. So, I'm okay. fine with that. I'm okay. totally okay yeah. with them saying, like, you know, leave the politics out of the workplace. Right. F totally fine with that. But how many tires are probably on cop cars? Goodyear tires are probably on cop cars. That's a good point. You know, I mean, so I'm, I'm very, thank you for that update because I'm really glad. <laughs> well, that's that. what we're here to do at the News and <laughs> Why that, it that Matters. That is amazing how on the cusp you're on yep. the team, great Blaze team and mm -hmm. why, why it matters. That's why it's the best show. That, but that that's the right kind of a response. And now you know, yep. okay, it's someone who, who jumped ship downstream. That happens mm -hmm. in any company. Yep. But then ring fence it quickly. 
They tried to pivot, but that's good. That's a good update. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Before we go, want to cover Netflix, which has issued an apology for the, quote, inappropriate artwork mm-hmm. they used for one of its latest acquired films, Cuties. Now, uh, Yaku, I was thinking of you when we included yep. this on here because yep. of your work in, uh, you know, clamping down on sex trafficking, especially with children. But the synopsis of this is that it's an 11 year old who, I guess, becomes like fast fascinated with twerking and joins this 11-year-old girls twerking like group to win uh, some sort of twerking award is, is the best that yeah. I can gather from the, from this synopsis obviously they were criticized those of you who are watching uh, saw the the poster that they were using very overly sexualized young girls uh, in scantily clad uh, apparel and uh, that, that's that's the promotion for the movie. They say they were trying to, with this movie, criticize sexualizing kids. But I'm not sure why no, you would no, choose no. that movie poster if that was the case. No, no. And, and the, the big mistake, and they've got a long history in this Netflix. I want to read this to you. They, they're apologizing for the poster. Mm-hmm. Okay, you should be apologizing for the whole film and not show the movie. Listen to this. They say the following. This girl goes 11 year twerking, hoping she starts to explore her femininity, defying her family's traditions. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's about breaking down family and traditional family values. That's the premise of the film. The poster is horrifically terrible. We apologize for the poster, but we're going to show the film. The film's going to corrupt so many minds. But, but, 1942, Bambi, Disney. Mm. Mm. Male organs painted in the backdrop of kids' shows. Ariel, the movie, male organs painted. Disney animators, Netflix, they have done this historically. They'll Mm. sneak it in. There is an agenda to desensitize society. May I remind you, these are Mm 11-year-olds. 11, for a reason. Okay. The average traffic age of kids in this country is 12. Mm-hmm. There is an agenda here. The movie should be pulled, not just the poster. Yeah, Amy. Golly, I, my eyes have been so opened to all of this because of you. And I'm so thankful for the work that you're doing. I've, I've been catching up on so many podcasts. I'm talking about just how big this is. I have to admit, I really didn't know the problem was was as big as it is. And then as soon as I found out about it, like I want to be on board, like doing whatever I can to help. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm at a loss at knowing what to do. And, you know, I, I think a lot of us being a new mom myself, I think I am more sensitive to it now. I see these accounts pop up on my Instagram and my Instagram reels every single day that of accounts I don't even follow of 10 and 11 year old girls dancing very provocatively mm. to the camera. And I'm, you go to their account, it says run by the parents. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. this, this is such a big, big problem that companies like this are actively playing into and actively being a part of, of, of what's going on. And I think, and I know you're right when you're saying like there's a bigger agenda going on. That's why they're not going to apologize for or, or pull it. They're not going to totally pull it. There was another show that you were you were talking about um, on Netflix a while ago, too, uh, that kind of glorified trafficking victims. Yeah, and right. that hasn't been pulled from no, Netflix yet either. No, it's there. And, it, and just think TikTok when you yep. see this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. I oh, think absolutely. They, they, well, that's they, exactly right. Yeah, they want the sensationalism. They want that money, and they turn it, turn it away from that ever. All right, we got to go. Back in a minute. Thanks for running that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, God, there's like so much I want to dive into. All right. Uh, let me get into the poll really quickly, and then I want to uh, I want you guys both to talk about the work that you're doing because I think it both ties into what we were talking about with the Netflix show. I want everyone to hear uh, which Democrat city is more dangerous right now. You guys chose Portland at 53 percent instead of Chicago. Uh, now, Yaku, before we go, can you tell everyone where they can find uh, the work that you are doing with uh, sex trafficking and rescuing these kids? Thank you. Yeah, ShareTogetherNow.org is yeah. our organization, and they'll find everything they need there, or Instagram. Yeah, and then uh, Amy, Alexo Athletica, for those of you who don't know, Amy. Yeah, we have an active wear line that allows them to carry self-defense tools of choice, whether that's mace, taser, firearm, blade, um, and allows women to be situationally aware. So as we talk about this big issue of sex trafficking, we are empowering women to take their safety into their own hands and giving them the opportunity to do that. So they can find us at alexoathletica.com. Thank you guys, both of you, for all Thank of the work you. that you guys you. are doing. Alexo is amazing, and this is the best show on television. We're not biased at all over here, all right? Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.